What's up, everybody? This is William back again for another episode today of World of Wiley. Guys, I want to give a quick shout out before we get started to uh, Stephen Joyner, a publicist friend of mine that was uh, able to turn me on to our next guest today. Uh, he is actually a client of Stephen's. Uh, he's a young guy. He's just getting started in the industry. He has a few credits, you know. If you check his IMDb page out, you'll see some stuff. But this guy, it's not, he won't miss in Hollywood because of his attitude or because of his personality, because this guy was, he was absolutely electric. Uh, He had a really magnetic personality. Uh, I've really enjoyed my conversation with him. I see him um, finding success, you know, in the world of acting. But uh, we just had a really candid conversation about what it's like to be brand new in the acting world and how hard it is to break through. So, uh, guys, my guest today, uh, Mr. Joshua Azali. And, uh, guys, tune in after the break because, like I said, it was a really delightful conversation with this young man. He and I both didn't have a whole lot of time, but we squeezed in as much as we could. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. So after the break, guys, my guest, Joshua Azali. Hey, guys, your host, William, here. Quick question. Are you a First and Second Amendment kind of person? Because if you are, our new affiliate partner, Tactical Brotherhood, is your place. If you're looking for ammo, guns, or gear, check out the link in the episode notes and enter code PATRIOT15 at checkout to receive that 15% discount. Also, Tactical Brotherhood, veteran-owned company. Now, back to the episode. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. And as promised, my guest today, up-and-coming superstar, Joshua Azali. Josh, how are you doing today? Look, man, I build you as an up-and-coming superstar. Don't fail me now, okay? All right, so here, here's the deal. We talked about this before we started the show. A lot of folks probably don't know who Joshua Azali is or, or are. Um, why don't you give us, We I love to call this my, my 140, my Twitter response in 140. Kind of give us in 140 words or less kind of who Josh Azali actually is. My, what I am, I came from a medical background. I did a study in my degree of kinesiology, going to do physical therapy, you know. I thought that this is going to be amazing for me, a nine-to-five job helping people. I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? And as I was doing it, I saw these other students really say that they had this deep passion for it, that they really wanted to do this for the rest of their lives, and they just loved the study of it. And I couldn't relate to that. I really thought... Wow, I, I don't think I want to do this forever. I don't really, I can't sleep on this and wake up to it. So I got the degree, of course, all of that. And I finally said, I need, I want to help people, but what kind of medium can I do that out of? It has to be something I'm passionate about. It had to be acting. And that is something I've been pursuing ever since. I signed up for the first schooling that I saw. It was still out there. And uh, fill out the name. I got headshots at the time. And there was a recommendation letter part. So essentially, I had nothing behind that. No background or whatever. 
I took a document. I just wrote, oh, I don't have a recommendation letter. I submitted it. I mean, any normal human being would just submit a blank document. But I wrote on a document saying that. <laughs> and then not even 24 hours later, the school calls me saying, hey, you know, you want to come in? We want to, we want to interview you for enrolling in the school and just really having the audacity to actually just do that. <laughs> I was like, okay. But I really believe in their craft and everything. And I'm really blessed to even be going into the school. And just the, the idea that I just tried really moved me forward into pursuing such a passion that I am doing today. I've been studying it for four years ever since. I do modeling on the side too. It's been a year now. It's great experimenting with that also so it's part of my repertoire here i am today just mm. get into the entertainment industry <laughs> all right so we were at 218 words which means you can't follow directions which is good that means you're going to be a really good actor because you can't follow direction you are your you're a rogue <laughs> agent's what you are uh first of all you mentioned modeling and because this is an audio only segment i have to tell especially the ladies he is a good looking guy uh, he, the problem is he looks like he's about 13 years old, so that's not gonna, so we were just discussing that, and like I said, we didn't, I didn't want to really get deep into it, because, um, uh, I told you that, uh, as it pertains usually to people of Asian descent, it's hard to judge how old they actually are because of their appearance, because they usually look a lot younger than they are, but you are merely a child, right? How, how old are you? I'm 26, I should have mentioned that. 26, and he looks, like I said, about half that age, so he's also a model, and he's got beautiful, long, flowing hair, yeah, I would tell him he needs a haircut, but then he'd say, old man, lay off, I'm all right, so, all right, so, four years ago, so you've been acting for four years now. So, essentially, I've been studying under the, my theater schooling and everything like that, and I've really been just this year alone, I've been really submitting myself and really finding work and getting myself out there. All right, so let's let's talk about something then. We talked about your parents before we got started today. Uh, they aren't the, you are based out of Los Angeles, California. Uh, your parents actually live here in America, also. Where where do they reside? Are they in California also? Yes, they live in Los Angeles, also. Los Angeles. All right. But they're not from Los Angeles originally. Where are they from? They're from Indonesia. All right. So now, when did they come over? Like, were they already married when they came over? You Were you already born? That, how, how does that work out? So they came from Indonesia when they were um, around their 20s. I don't remember at the time. And they got married here, essentially, and um, got through the whole process. I don't know. Actually, my grandma was here. It was something about like a, a green card uh, lottery, one of those things. I forgot green how it happened. Green card lottery. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, they wanted to have a life here and leave a legacy in America. And um, uh, they came from a, a city called Jakarta. My dad is from, uh, uh, my mom is from Surabaya. My dad is from uh, Medan. Uh, essentially, Indonesia is the, the, the tourist city of uh, where people want to go to Bali. It's that place. That's right. what people in right. Indonesia. And they they just came to California and really wanted to start a family here. And well, here I am. Well, that just proved what a world traveler I am because of the four cities you named, I only knew two of them. So, 
All right, so they came over, they worked hard, they, they raised their children, they wanted you guys to be extremely successful and chase the American dream, and you were fulfilling that. You went to school, you got your degree in kinesiology, you were going to be what is considered or deemed here in America a successful individual. And then you threw it all away to be a starving actor. What is wrong with you? That's exactly what my mom and dad think, but they're very, they're very accepting of it now. That this, it's not like he's he's an adult now. He can make decisions. Okay. I mean, his passions reside elsewhere than what we want his expectations to be. And just you know, I get, the, I got a degree. I didn't drop out. I mean, I it's true. You you probably fulfilled everything that they asked of you. You got your degree. You just refused <laughs> to use it. Exactly. But then, you know, I they really see what I'm putting my hard work and my sweat into everything and just really getting getting all through. I, I'm not just saying I want to be an actor. I, I am going to be, and I'm doing the steps A, B, C, all the C. You know what I'm saying? Right. So exactly where, like, if I was in Los Angeles, like what restaurant would I need to go to for you to be my server? Well, you sound like you're the epitome of everything we hear about the young, struggling actor. You you literally have worked in every type of service industry possible, and then you act on the side. Yes, essentially. So let me ask you a question. You were talking about you were working through a theater company. Is that what you want? Do you want to do, like, would Broadway be an option, or do you actually want to be on the big screen? I actually, my heart will always be in theater. When I say theater, I meant really dramatic and short Shakespeare, really a play. Broadway is something, I'd love to try it out, but I, I can't sing myself. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I very, very regress from with my singing, my, my singing forte, but I want to be really dr dramatic or very, just a story theater. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah, you you'd rather put you'd rather put a John Grisham novel on the on the the uh, stage instead of Greece because you're what you're essentially saying is you can't sing. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. That that exact analogy you just described. <laughs> I understand. So where are we? Like four years in? Like are you on pace? Do you feel like you? I know, I know, especially young actors set these expectations or these goals? Are you hitting all your goals, all your expectations? Do you feel like you're maybe lacking a little bit at this point? Or are you ahead of pace? Where are you? So what I believe I, since the last year of COVID, I can't really get a sense of this is, if this is normalcy of how my patient should be. But I like to believe I, I have all the resources, you know, I have the agency manager, what so-and-so and a publicist. I mean, am I, it's more of the, the essence, am I really missing anything? Am I, should I, I think I, I want to believe these podcasts and everything are really putting myself out there. And I, I believe that's another step I'm taking in the right direction. And I, I've had, a, I've talked to numerous amount of people going on to sets and they're saying, it doesn't matter if, how talented you are or how you got come on to industries, who you know, and the connection behind that. And that's, I really do believe that. I just need to, I believe I, these, 
like I just said, this podcast is my essentially put me out there, really get me connected. And in terms of the pacing, I'd say I I believe I'm getting better. It's, it's, I, it's, I, it just takes time, right? I, I know it's a hard industry. If it was easy, then everyone would be doing it, of course, right? It's, it's not. Yeah. So got to keep working at it every day, right? So what you're saying is you think you're doing everything you need to. You still feel like theater is your direction. So tomorrow, if James Gunn calls you and says, look, I've got this role, I think you'd be perfect for it. You go, you know what? I think I'm going to do Shakespeare in Love this this month. I'm not going to. I don't want to be any part of this MCU nonsense. I don't want to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy or any of that garbage. I'm I'm looking strictly theater. That's what you're saying. No, 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 no. No, no, that's, that's, that's not what you're saying. Okay, uh, just getting clear. Yes, I, if I was given, you know, at this point, as a book, if I'm saying right now, if I was offered any role in a theater or a movie, I, I take it like that. It's an opportunity. I take all the opportunities I get. And once I get more established, I could start seeing where I want to take my creativity. Like, like we just said earlier, if, I, if there was a director and I wanted this, then I'd probably do the, the latter, essentially. Well, I, sir, am not a Hollywood insider, but I hear some advice an old country boy from Mississippi is going to give you, so you need to listen clearly, okay? If by chance James Gunn calls you up, or what's that, Josh Wilden, uh, what's that other, oh, M. Night Shyamalan, any of those guys, if they call you up, I don't care what they're offered. I don't care if it was to help as a catering assistant on set. You might want to jump on that. Just saying. Just saying. You might want to put the whole theater thing on the back burner for a little while, okay? All right. So, you also mentioned something else. Curiosity here. You said modeling. What type of modeling you doing, big guy? <laughs> so, the modeling I've been doing right now, I've been, uh, I've advertised for like these. Like, this was just, uh, I believe a month ago, I did some tie things. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, which is interesting. It's just, this is how the industry is. When I was doing the gig for that, uh, the modeling coach there said, oh, we need some runway models. I, I think it'd be great. I love your look. I We'd love to have you walk on a runway in Exposition Park, Los Angeles. And I just said, okay, let's do it. And I just went through the rehearsals and everything. And that was just um, two weeks ago. Like, runway stuff, amazing stuff. Just put on some clothes, look nice, right? It's amazing that I could put that in my resume that oh I've done this too and there's some other shoots where I've done like um, like a loft sort of thing that people wanted to have like oh we're doing an Airbnb thing we need some people to go like make it look nice and like yeah, yeah I could do that I guess anything <laughs> I just, anything's got a paycheck associated with I'm all for it I hear you man alright yeah, so that. I'm not 100% sure I believe that story you just told because you started off with what sounded like a lie right off the bat you said that you went to a photo shoot which involved, when you said a tie, I'm assuming you are referring to a neck tie, right? That a. It's actually like, um, it's this avant garde looking, it's called cis ties. I have it all over my Instagram. It's, okay. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Because and if you were talking about a standard like neck tie, like gentlemen used to wear, I know your generation doesn't even know what that is, so. Yeah, you have no idea if you were if you were talking about advertising an actual necktie, like for a suit, for example. 
I would going to have to call BS on that because you guys don't know what a real necktie even looks like. So, but now that you've clarified it, now that you've clarified it, I, it makes a lot more sense now. So, where, like, what's 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 on the horizon, like in the immediate, in the next six months to a year, like what 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 would be a goal that you'd want to set that you feel even with all the stuff that's going on in the world right now, that you actually could achieve? Be on feature film. Be on feature film. It's something, no matter what role it is, I want to get, I want to become union already, and I need to be established in that sense. And that's that's what I need to pursue. I need work also. And even even if I go into a theater company, too, that still makes me feel like I can perfect my craft. But mainly, I want to be able to, I want to ask you a question since you're a mere child and I'm an old man. I want to ask you a question because when I think of feature, I'll, when you say feature film, I'm thinking you know on the big screen in a theater somewhere. Now, you and I both know that the whole theater experience essentially, I feel like, is going to go completely away. You know, I don't, I don't see movie theaters in that context. I don't see them existing by the time you get my age, for example, which I might add, which is, you said you're how old, 24? 26. 26. I'm 51, so you essentially will have to be twice as old as you are now. By the time you reach that age, I don't see theaters in their current state even existing anymore. Now, you might think differently on that. So do you do you truly believe, for example, streaming? Do you think streaming, everything's going to go to streaming eventually? That has never crossed my mind. Now that I think about it, since it's such a normal thing that stream, since COVID really changed our aspect on theater and film, that we could just stream it. I, I don't think it'll go away. Of course, it's still gonna be there because people love the experience of coming in and really going out and finding the. It's just the sense of the mentality that everyone's enjoying it at the same time, agreeing with the jokes and the action. It's a different aura behind it. Well, of course, there'll be people who prefer the, the former of being at home, just having a nice popcorn, no people talking. It's still be an option there. It's not going to be eliminated quickly. It's just like having um, electric cars still nowadays. Even though it's coming in more and more often, people still prefer the, the gas and just the standard. It's it's just, it's even even classic cars are still here because people just still prefer it. It's not going to go away completely. So. It'll still be there. Yeah, cars are a sore subject with me. I, I'm a back to the future guy, and I just knew we were going to have like like hovering cars, like flying cars. Because they promised me that in the movie, and I'm still disappointed with that. So. They also they did tell me that the Chicago Cubs are going to win a World Series. Praise the Lord that came through. But anyway, that's a whole different story. I don't want to talk about that because you're probably a Dodgers guy, and I can't stand the Dodgers. So we'll move on from there. So... Um, let me ask you, have you been in the business long enough to have officially been screwed by the uh, by the entertainment industry? You know what I'm talking about? Or you're promised something, they'll bait and switch, where they promise you one thing and you get the rug snatched out from under you? Oh my goodness, I did have, a, this just happened just two weeks ago. It was, I had an audition, did amazing, a self-tape one, like just. Yeah, just, you, uh, you, you thought you did a fantastic job, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I just 
just what I think nowadays is get the audition done and don't even think about it. And I, I, if I think about it, I just what's the next big thing? That's that's right, my mentality. Right. Forget about it. But then essentially what what happens? I did the self tape. They say, "Oh, amazing job! You're number one candidate. Are you are you free these two days?" And I say, "Yes, immediately. Yes." <laughs> the days pass. Yes, the days pass. But nothing happened. They didn't give me any information. I freed those days. They didn't even email me the days before. What's going on here? This is, I, I had a call back and they, and the fitting days and shooting days were open for me. Nothing. Ugh. I never thought I'd get a rejection like that. I mean, Man, you got really ghosted weird. by the people that were actually, that's horrible. That's absolutely yeah. horrible. But you know what though? If you stick with the whole entertainment industry, it's going to happen to you quite a bit. That's yeah. one thing from from talking to folks from, because uh, I've had an opportunity to to have conversations with with folks that are in the entertainment industry. Uh, matter of fact, a lot of them have been uh, sent to me through your publicist, Steve Joyner, and I've, it's weird to hear, especially a lot of the older, uh, you know, actors and actresses talking about the way they were treated back in the day, and it's now it's become so legalistic. Uh, for example, at the time of this recording. Uh, was it Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney right now? So, so see, that's and she's making a pile of money, but the problem is it's not what she was promised. It's because of decisions they made that cut you. Like, for example, if you were the lead character and you made a, a deal with them for, you know, X amount of dollars due to like box office performance, and then that's why I brought up a few seconds ago about what do you, how do you feel about the actual theater elimination? See, I see the I see the industry using that as an opportunity to actually cut revenue out of actors and actresses, you know, contracts. So that's why I was wondering, had you officially been screwed yet? So I'm, I'm glad to see you've got a little taste of it already. So yeah, so I know it's it's an everlasting thing that's expected out of this industry. There's going to be lots of rejections, and it, I I accept that. I'm not going to mentally break down like most people. Like I'm not. I don't have the expectation of being able to come into light of the industry within the years, I still, it's, it takes time for a lot of things. And I accepted those. I just need to keep working at it. And if all else fails, you can always go back to kinesiology. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You be working for, I don't know, be working for the Dodgers, for example, or for, or, or for whatever sports, whatever football team's in LA at the time. I don't even know. Who, what team is in L.A.? Do you have a football team in L.A.? Oh, yeah, yeah, you got the Rams. The Rams are still there. Yeah, yes. right. Don't worry. They won't be there long. They'll run somewhere else. So, anyway, they've done it before. So, like, like uh, was it the Raiders? The Raiders just moved to, to Las Vegas on you guys. So, it's so, true, yeah. Yeah. Just think, if you would have really been thinking, you'd have used that kinesiology degree to get into like the professional sports arena and met all those people, those connections you talked about. See, see? Yeah. If we'd have met earlier, I could have directed you in a way that would, we could, you know, we, we, everybody would have got a good deal there. But now you're just an old struggling actor, you know, which I've been told if I go to LA that you serve a pretty mean drink though, so. It's okay, man. It's okay. That's what a struggling actor is supposed to be. I'm just glad to see that your parents have recovered and your mom was in mourning for all that time after the degree and then you decided to be an actress. I'm glad to see she's recovered. Because see, really, honestly, it's not about you. It's about the parents. It's about their struggle. 
and to get you where you are. And then you essentially, you slapped them in the face and you moved on. You said, you know what? Forget this college degree. Here's this stupid piece of paper. Hang it on your wall. I'm going to be an actor. Yeah, you never thought about that way, did you? Yeah. It's so true. It's yeah. so true. I mean, it's so true, but I have to see this true. I have to see this. Um, That's true. true. You do. But as soon as we get done talking today, you need to call your parents. Uh, no, no, better than that. You need to go to their house in person. You need to apologize for essentially slapping them in the face for, for not following through completely on what you, you said you would. So. You got a few minutes free. You might, you're a struggling actor, man. I mean, what else? You're gonna you're gonna fix some drinks this afternoon for somebody, or you're gonna be like a hand model for something later on today. I don't know. I don't know. You're a pretty boy. I don't, you probably have a very attractive hands also. So, all right. So um, let's shift gears. One of one of us is rambling, and it's not you. So let's let's get back on track. So. Um, where are you? Let's say you're 26, you said. 30 years old. But if the Lord sees fit to keep you on this earth till you're 30 years old, if old COVID doesn't take you out like it has a lot of folks, you know, not making light of that. But 30 years old, where are you? Like what for, like do a back to the future. Forecast into the future and tell me in four years, where are you? What, what I want to see myself in four years established established or it has been established already having work coming in and it doesn't it doesn't have to mean it's theater or if it's in film and really doing the craft really having the passion for it and just being that theater what would be your dream what, what would if you got the call today for your dream theater job what would it be I I want to do all of the roles that I could possibly have, have to do because as, as an actor, you should be able to be versatile in all of the things that you are given to you. I don't really have an establishment. Any theater would be amazing for me to be in. Okay. I'd love to be in any of them. Right. And maybe even all of them if I could. All right. Well, look, I tell you what, when you get off the, when you get off with me, when we get done today, jump on the phone with your publicist, Stephen Joyner. And have him put you in connection with Ted Lange. You know who? Do you know who Ted Lange is? No, I don't. Ted Lange is a absolute icon in the TV industry. He played a role called Isaac Washington on a show called The Love Boat back when your parents were, you know, just young people. Uh, he also is a writer and a producer, and he is a big theater guy too. He's he's he has a few plays to his credit. So that's. There you go. See, you're welcome. I didn't even charge you for that. All right. So you said feature film earlier. What what would be if you got a call tomorrow? Your feature. What would it be? Let me let me back up a second. Would it be working with a specific director or producer, or would it be a like a like a role of a lifetime? Like for example, um, as as popular as Keanu Reeves is, for example. He's done a lot of things. Like I remember Keanu Reeves back when he was, you know, younger than you, you know, in the industry. But when you think of Keanu Reeves, a lot of, especially your generation, probably thinks John Wick. Would it be director, producer, you know, role of a lifetime, kind of the, the role you'd be identified forever? 
What what would that be? Like if it was if you got a call tomorrow and you had the opportunity to work with your dream director or your dream producer or to land that role that people will know you forever for, what which one would it be? I I don't really have um like I just said earlier, I want to be able to do all the roles. Mm-hmm. But if, if I do have a director that I love to work with, I say Wes Anderson. Okay. Very creative, very theater, very theater. But all the movies he does, very crafty. It's there, you know. And also, I love easy, easy, fun one. Quentin Tarantino, all this actiony stuff. Yeah, I love working with him too. Just shooting stuff everywhere, you know. And I don't have a producer or um, a role of a lifetime, but something dramatic, very dramatic. Okay, and that's my top genre. I want to be dramatic, action, and comedy, and romance. Romance for me is like, yeah, I can love someone. I want to be dramatic. <laughs> That's something I want. The roles that I want to be pursuing, it. but also be able to play all. I don't want to be sort of like, oh, this guy's just the action, or uh, this guy's just the funny. You know, I want to be. I want to be able to portray all of them. Like I keep saying that. So <laughs> I say you don't want to be typecast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I was looking for the word. You don't want to be a guy like Tom Hanks that gets, you know, God, that guy. He, how untalented is that bomb? So, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> essentially, just not typecast. Be, be it all. Hey, are you are you open to anything? Like, are you literally open to anything? Like, for example, if you got a voiceover gig, I don't know. Let's say you got a a voiceover guest spot on, uh, I don't even know, uh, the Family Guy, for example. Would you, would you, uh, would you, I mean, you're already a model. You have, do you think you have the voice, the vocal chops to pull off a uh, voice act? I haven't took voice classes before. I've, I've considered that. But I'd love to, if I get the opportunity, I'd love to do it. Well, you keep bringing up the term versatile. That's what I was wondering. I mean, were you, you're, you're, you sound like you're essentially open to everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, essentially. I want to be able to give art to the world. When people come back from their nine to five, I want to be able to be there and say, there's more to this. There's more to the to what you're living your life. It's not mundane. And I want to be able to say, this is what I want to give you. This art form, this relaxation, this entertainment, and be able to just live in the moment. All right. Blinders on and headed for the future. Man, I like your attitude. I can't believe you broke your parents' heart, but it's, it's okay, though. I guess I'll get over it. So. But you're going to make amends for that. You're going to... If anybody that's listening to this, I feel confident as soon as we get done, he's headed straight to his parents' house to essentially apologize for slapping them in the face. So, what are what are what your parents' names? You mind sharing who your parents, what their names are? So my parents' Indonesian name. My dad is Hinok. Okay. And my mother is uh, Fani. Okay. All right, so we have it on record. So if I don't hear about, if I don't see him putting it on his social media about how he apologized for essentially slapping him in the face and call them by name on the, I'll know. So, all right. So, hey, before you get out of here, man, before you get out of here, I, it's, first of all, it's been a delight talking to you because, like I said, before we got started, I admitted to you, I had no idea who you were. Never heard of you before until Steve Joyner was able to put us together. Um you're a ball of energy. I think you're going to do fantastic. Uh, you got the mindset it's going to take to succeed. I, I truly believe that. Um, what, I, and I'm assuming because you're 26 years old, you're on every form of social media known to man. 
you can, of course, we're going to share any of that you want to in the episode notes. But if you want to go ahead and share any of that, you know, ways that people can contact you, um, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. So I do have my IMDb page. It's uh, my full name, Joshua Christian Azali. My Instagram is geared towards the modeling sort of esque thing. Uh, it's j.c.azali, my last name. And um, I do have my webpage. It's, it's kind of live, but still in the works. My full name, joshuachristianazali.com. I'm really looking forward if anyone wants to. Let's just be creative. You know? Let's really put ourselves out there and just say this is what we want to create. I'm open to a lot of things. Like, as you can see, I've been saying that a lot. <laughs> Do you use your social media to market your, yourself? Because, I mean, you are your own product. Do you use it pretty actively to market yourself? Yes. For Instagram right now, it's for that uh, aspect of modeling. But, I mean, it is – I have it also being an actor. I. It's so – I don't really – I just hate using Instagram. Because it's, but it's so essential nowadays to see what – People want to see how you look like, or how your portfolio is like, and I, I just have to use it, of course. But if I if that wasn't part of the, the game nowadays to, to have a, a, a social media, then I would absolutely not use it. I don't really that, but I gotta I gotta post and I gotta have pictures and I have to see. I just have to be me on there, you know. Right. <laughs> You talk about Instagram. You you do the reels. You know Instagram. The what I call the TikTok ripoff reels. Instagram reels. Yeah, 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 those two. It's just, nah. You're not a TikTok superstar. Like you don't post a little TikTok videos. Well, I, TikTok, I don't want to touch that. If that's what it takes to be in the entertainment industry, oh my goodness! I, go back to kinesiology. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know you. I, I figured you were a Twitter guy. I figured you were everything. You know, twenty six years old. I figured you were on everything. You know, what's what's up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't deal with a lot of that stuff mainly because I'm too old to deal with a lot of that stuff. I stay off of stuff like TikTok because TikTok to me is. I don't, I don't know how to describe TikTok. And, of course, Twitter, I refer to it as hell. I mean, you literally will jump off in the middle of hell if you get in the middle of uh, These little Twitter feuds I see are hilarious, though. So, anyway. Yeah, even the, even the I don't have a Twitter myself. I, I, I don't really want to say so much about what I think. I mean, what, I mean why should I need to? Then? Yeah, well, Twitter Twitter's become a political mechanism it's not really it lost its it it lost its purpose a long time ago all right man man i have had a blast talking to you like i said i'm I'm glad that you and i were able to get together and get this conversation um you know on the books and out for the world to hear um any uh any parting words for the new fans that you're going to pick up after you hear uh after they hear your conversation with me today always pursue your your passions don't stop yeah, and college degrees mean absolutely nothing. That's what he essentially is saying. So, I mean, not only a, but a very impressive college degree, kinesiology. Go ahead, man. We weren't, we didn't even get a chance to talk about how smart you had to be to pull that off. So, all right. It's more of like, just finish, finish what you start, okay? Don't, don't, like, don't drop everything. Finish one thing and then start another. Don't, don't drop it. That's what I, that's just me. All right, for all my listeners out there, be on the lookout for J.C. Azali, because that's going to be, that'll be his state, that'll be his feature film name, J.C. <laughs> Azali. Either that or he's going to be in some kind of boy band. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> 
Josh, thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for being here. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, and you know we'll be talking in the future. I'm pretty sure. So, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, ha- have a fantastic day, brother. And as always, guys, Wally out. Hey, guys, quick shout out to Timothy O. Davis of Ridgewood Recording Studios. His studio offers a full line of music production ranging from song demos and singles to fully produced albums. He focuses on excellence at every level of the recording and production process and will work with you for your project-specific needs. So remember, guys, Timothy O. Davis. Reach out to him at timothydavis.org front slash Ridgewood Studios. This podcast is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and for contact information on publicist Steve Joyner.